Hey, what's up guys? It's Jermaine. And for this podcast, I've got a real treat for you. This is an interview with me and a good friend of mine, Ahmet, who runs an incredible personal development channel on YouTube. Ahmet is young, ambitious, smart, articulate, and he's got a great heart. So guys, please enjoy the next 30, 40 minutes or so of me trying to tap into this guy's knowledge and insights and perspective, because I really think there's a huge amount for all of us to take in terms of making sure we prioritize and focus on our own personal development and personal improvement. As ever guys, let me know what you think. Check out Ahmet's channel as well, which I'm gonna link below, and please enjoy. Hey. Hey, Ahmed. How you doing? Thanks, Ben. How are you? I'm very good, man. I'm very good. How are you keeping, my friend? Uh, I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome, man. Awesome. You know, I've got to say, it's um, one of the best things about technology is I feel so connected to you, although we've never met and we're in different time zones and different sides of the world. Yeah, exactly, man. That <laughs> That happens a lot. I think it's awesome, dude. Well, look, I mean, why don't you maybe just tell me a little bit about a bit about yourself really right i mean our first time meeting properly um yeah exactly so uh, you know my name you know what i do on youtube and stuff like it's not really glorious and stuff but it's try what i try to do so i'm a high school student i'm in 11th grade this year i i live in turkey i live in istanbul i'm kind of in a german turkish kind of combined school system so um i'm gonna probably study something like business that's what i'm kind of passionate about in the future hopefully gonna build a full-time business out of my youtube channel and my personal brand with my following which is not a lot at this point but hopefully it's gonna be at a good point when i graduate from university or something that's kind of like the goal i like to basically uh, help people generally about personal development and productivity the generally age group that is on my channel is more like me uh, 17 to 20 that's uh, the demographics that's on it and hopefully going to make some impact on this world okay, nice man so let me ask you how does um somebody your age decide that creating a youtube channel around personal development how do, how do you decide to even go into that you know to take your life in that direction so i don't know if you know this but when you when people ask like kids what do you want to be in the future uh, actually, the first job that, that comes to their mind is basically being a YouTuber. That was not the same case for me. Like that, I was never thinking about starting a YouTube channel. But when the quarantine started, I had a lot of time, and my school was not doing much in quarantine. I know some schools was like were like um, a lot of homeworks and stuff. Mine didn't do much, so I had a lot of time in my hands. I wanted to start something. I wanted to do YouTube. Um, I kind of had this feeling where if people are going to judge me or not, if it's going to be like weird, which was weird because my first like 10, 20 videos sucked. And <clears throat> I actually deleted them from my channel two weeks earlier, I think, because they're really bad. I mean, I didn't know how to speak English properly. I wasn't really good at telling people something about personal development, but I wanted to say like, yeah, let's give it a try. If it doesn't work out, well, I just tried and probably learned some new skills like editing a video or marketing something, but it turned out well, I would say it's not really at a good point at this point, but it's definitely going up and that's the direction that we're going to go. Okay. And, you know, one um, really interesting thing is when you think that personal development is your niche. So, you know, it's, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be great to know kind of how you landed in that niche personal development and, you know, kind of what, what type of messages you're sharing and, you know, how you are getting your own experience in order to be able to share 
you know, kind of lessons and advice with to others. <clears throat> yeah. So how I got into personal development is basically like this. In the middle school, I was the best student in my class and my school. Uh, I was a good student. And uh, like when the exams came and stuff, I was always the best. And there was a big, a huge exam in Turkey uh, in the eighth grade that you take to decide which high school you're going to go to. And every high school has like a point. And if you get the highest point, you go to the best one, second, third, all the way to like bad high schools and stuff. And from that exam, I really like in the eighth grade, I was like 14, I guess. And I really worked my butt up. Like I really worked, like studied like 12 hours a day. And it was insane. Like I probably aged five years in that just one year because I was just studying all the time. And I got to the best high school in Turkey. It's like the best high school, the highest point. And when when I got to this high school, it's like everybody is the best students in Turkey. They come from different cities, different cultures, but they're incredibly smart. And I realized that, dude, I'm not going to be the best one in this class. And I'm probably not going to be an average. I'm probably going to be at the low points of this class because everyone is like a genius. Like I have a friend who is who had math Olympics, Olympics, like the second in the world, one in the Europe or something like that. Like everyone has a genius side. And I'm like, I don't really have one. So I have to probably... I would work everyone just to get to the same level as them because they were just really smart. Like we were learning German and English and these guys are just like memorizing 10 words uh, just when they read them. Like they're just incredibly have good vocabulary and stuff. And I had to really like study. So I didn't have a lot lot of motivation to do stuff. So I watched a couple of like three, four minute motivational videos, like with the music and stuff, you get really motivated at that. So I watched those type of videos and that turned into watching a lot of personal development. I admired like Thomas Frank, um, Matt Devella, those kind of people. You probably know Matt Devella, but maybe not Thomas Frank. Those are like YouTubers that have two, three million subscribers. And I was watching their videos and that was like, well, I could make these type of videos on my own. It's definitely not going to be at a Matt Devella quality because he's like a filmmaker and stuff. That's how I started with personal development and also um, on the YouTube side as well. I started a personal development club, a school club at my school. And that's something that I'm a little like uh, into right now as well. So these are basically things that happened that led me for me to start into personal development and stuff. Okay, awesome, man. And, you know, um, I I think you said your audience is roughly, is it 17 to kind of 20-ish is your typical audience? Yeah, generally like that. And, you know, it would be great to hear your reflections then on the types of personal development challenges that, you know, your, your, your listeners typically face. And the, I guess the kind of um, the kind of things that you, you, talk, you talk to them about, which could really help them overcome those challenges. So what I think of the, and the first thing is basically um, I'm really privileged to have like a goal that I want to work towards, like having a YouTube channel and growing this channel, there is something clear that I want to do. And most people don't, like most 17 to 20 year old teenagers, I would say 90% of them, they do not have any idea what they want to do in the future. And that's kind of like a reality of this world. They just do not have have any idea on their passions, on their purpose and stuff. So I think the biggest thing is you have to first of all, know what you're going to do in the future. You might be a doctor, you might be a lawyer, you might be a YouTuber, you might be a podcaster, you might be whatever you want, but realize that and decide that in a, at a young age. And if that decision is correct, then you can easily set yourself goals that will essentially move you further to that purpose and setting goals, having a clear why, and having that discipline to do stuff and building right habits. These are a couple of things that people generally 
uh, struggle when they are at 17 and 20 years old. That's mm. why I try to make videos about these topics. Like, uh, I think the last video I made was 12 Habits of Successful People. I watched a lot of like CEO interviews and stuff. And these are generally things that people try to solve, but generally be unsuccessful at them. So those are things that I try to cover on my channel. So, you know, I mean, you know, uh, one thought is that I guess when you're at a younger age, you've actually got a lot more time just to kind of experiment with life, make a few more mistakes. You know, there's not as much pressure to necessarily have the, the clear goals um, in mind. But it sounds like to an extent what you're saying goes against that a little bit. You know, having a bit no, no, more no, clarity it's earlier. Actually uh, okay. Um, so I started this channel thinking that it's going to fail. I started, for example, the school club. It's probably going to fail again, but and when I leave the school, uh, when I graduate. But uh, you, in order for you to figure things out, you have to try things out. So when I say, for example, figure what you want out, that means try different things out to find what you want. For example, I have friends in my class. And they just, for example, even though they are at my age, like 17, they try to go, go to, for example, if they're going to be a doctor, they try to like have those pra practice, um, what do we call that in English? Practice days where they go and hang out with doctors and do what sure. they do. And like you have to essentially figure out what you want to do. And one of the most important things here is like self-aware. And I'm definitely huge on it. Like I love journaling and journaling is a habit that makes you self-aware in yourself. And that's uh, kind of how I view, uh, kind of kind of like how I view about it. Okay, I love that. Uh, you know, um, so obviously I've been you know part of your community for a good while now, I think, um, and I've seen you growing. And it it'll be great to know some of the things that you have been experimenting with, which maybe actually didn't go so well. And you think to yourself, actually, you know, I tried it, I didn't like it. I've put that to one side. I wonder if you could share some of you know some of your experiences. When it comes to the channel, when it comes to growing a brand. Um, both, right? I mean, they're, they're linked, so... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think the most important thing is, the most important thing when it comes to growing a channel is, and this is definitely something that I'm not doing really well. Uh, that's why, uh, like, I'm not that good at this, but I think this is the most important part. It's basically you have to find your own voice and how you go about it. And what I mean by that is, in this age, it is pretty much impossible for you to be the number, like the first guy to do something. Like you're not going to be the first uh, channel about finance. You're not going to be the first channel about productivity. Never, like, you're not going to be able to do this. And if you can't find something that you're the person, go with it. Like it's going to be successful probably. But the most important thing is you have to find what you can be different from other people and what you do. You can be better, different, or the first. These are three options you can take. You can be first which is probably not going to happen, better or different. So it is also hard to be better at, than people at something because like you are competing against people like Graham Stephan, who's mm. just going to pump out so many videos <laughs> and like he is just at a new level. So I think the most important thing is like being different and finding your own voice. This is something I'm trying to do because I feel like there is a lack uh, in YouTubers, I would say, at, the, at currently like my age, talking to people at my age. So there are people who are 30 trying to give advice, uh, but there are not a lot of people who are 17 and sharing their experiences because that's what the community kind of like uh, lacks. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make motivational videos, um, videos about productivity, do vlogs and stuff, all those things to help uh, people going through the same problems as me. But uh, people generally try to copy what others do, which mm. is also a good way to actually be successful. I'm not against copying at all. I think it's a pretty good way to do it. 
but if you can be different than other people, if you can find your own voice, mm. and if you can uh, be really disciplined to make it happen, I don't think there is you're not gonna. I don't think you're not gonna succeed. Like you are gonna definitely make it. I mean, what do you think are some of the things that say? Um, I mean, we gave the difference between the the thirty year old um, YouTuber and the say the seventeen year old one. What do you think are some of the things that? that people can do to better connect with this younger generation, the generation who may need like a little bit more of that guidance? Uh, I think the first thing is basically do not give advice. Uh, one thing I try to do on my channel is I don't try to give advice. I just try to, for example, share what I learned and I tell people, this is what works for me. This may work for you, probably will work for you because those <laughs> are general stuff. And uh, I'm not telling people you have to do this in order for you to be successful, like because that's just not the reality. Like I'm not someone who's incredibly successful. Yes, I am a good student. I'm trying to like teach people stuff. But if we can not give advice and share just what we learned, because that's kind of like how media, especially like movies and stuff works, they do not give advice. They just share what happened. And people like to find examples. The teenagers like to find examples and think like, oh, if that's like that, I can do this in my life. But when they tell, for example, oh, you should build habits, you should build good habits, they're like, no, you don't have to. You can be successful like this as well. So I, I think number one thing is we don't like to take a lot of advice, I think. Yeah, I love that. I love that point. Um, and you know, it, it, it makes me think... It makes me think actually a bit about a recent video that you did um, where you were talking about habits, the things that would make you unstoppable. And you were talking about commitment. Um, you were talking about the importance of your routine, the importance of discipline. Yeah. What, what are some of the things that, I mean, so, you know, these are obviously some, some real important traits for you. You know, what are some of the other um, kind of traits or mental models that you really look upon as being really fundamental for, for elite personal development? So this is something really interesting. Like when I look at someone's eyes, I can easily, people can easily see that if you are burning with passion to do something or not. And when you look at, for example, most teenagers' lives, they're not really trying to achieve anything in their lives. More like one, probably gaming. I'm going to make a video about it. Drinks and stuff <laughs> like girls. That's what yeah. they're thinking about. But if you have a goal that you really, really want to achieve, like for example, I have a friend who's really good at maths and he's goals to be and the number one person when it comes to mass in the world. He has Olympic medals um, beforehand. And wow. when I look at that guy's eyes, he literally doesn't see anything else except being the best at what he does. And when I see that, I feel like, yeah, this guy is going to succeed no matter what. He's going to have some like struggles, problems, but he is definitely going to overcome that because he actually wants to be successful. One thing that we kind of uh, jump on uh, when it comes to like teenagers is we just don't know what to do and we don't have any role models. Like when you get to the idea of core personal development for a few years, you realize that you want to do some with something with your life. And what you want to do is something that's going to help people because without being that social guy helping other people, I don't think it's really easy for you to be successful, especially if you're working on a personal brand like you and like me. It's just not going to happen. So one, lack of commitment. People are not disciplined. Two, they're not trying to build the right habits. Uh, when I look at people's lives, I don't feel like their uh, like schedules are organized for their maximum productivity. We still try to discuss like waking up early, waking up late. I try to like give the people idea of like if you wake up early, you're going to have an unfair advantage over the people who do not because most people generally like to stay up late and hang out on social media 
like avoid that. Just wake up early and do something that you like. I'm not telling you to study more, learn a new language, learn Japanese. That's what generally what people do because of the animes and stuff. <laughs> uh, so these are different things that I'm kind of like weaving about this. Yeah, and you know one thing, um, one thing that you just mentioned there was about the lack of role models. Um, yeah. One, you know, one thing it makes me think of is. When you listen to some of the real titans of personal development, they often talk about having kind of mastermind groups where you can get together with like-minded people and, you know, you, you build basically a self-fulfilling, self-reinforcing environment of improvement. Yeah. What opportunities do you think there are for, you know, for, for, for any normal people of, of any age to really try and build those groups? I mean, how do, how do, you, how do you think those kind of support networks um, could really develop? Well, I'm actually really against the idea of masterminds, the way they people are actually building it, like those twenty, thirty thousand dollar a year masterminds. It's a scam, man. But when it comes to what you asked, uh, what I think is basically, if you are someone who wants to be successful, you know how to network. You at least you want to learn how to network. Hmm. And I feel like one of the things that's really important is uh, when you decide what you want to do in the future. You should be able to find people who already did that. This doesn't mean if you want to build a successful company, you don't have to reach out to Elon Musk. But what I mean by that is, if you want to be successful at a topic, then find people who already did that and get free mentorship by them by doing their work, by doing their grunt work, for example. I tried to connect with Richard Yu, who is a successful business owner in my niche. Uh, he has an online consulting company that does at least like a million dollars a year, a million dollars a month at this point. It's growing really fast. And I kind of want to build a company that will essentially impact people's lives like that. So what I did is I reached uh, him out. I'm doing some of his like YouTube work. I try to like tell him a couple of stuff about YouTube because his channel is not doing well. He gets a lot of hate on YouTube. So what I try to do is reach those people out and give them absolutely free value in like exchange of mentorship. And this is how you should be going about, for example, finding mentors online. And mm -hmm. for example, when I have a problem when it comes to stuff like classes, I will go to the best student in the class. And without my ego, I will ask him or I will ask her, like, how do I do this? It is not really easy. to. It's not really hard to network because people are not willing to give the first step, take the first step first, yes. because they're expecting like, oh, a successful business owner is going to come to me and say, oh, I will mentor you. That's not going to happen. You have to take the first step because that guy probably does not care about you at all. He doesn't know you. He doesn't care about you at all. So these are the things that I'm thinking about when it comes to networking. And there are a lot of like school clubs. If you're in school, if you are... You can easily join Facebook masterminds. They're also a pretty good place as well. Yeah. Um, these are things that come to my mind because, for example, I personally built a school club about personal development and we teach people about personal development with my friends. So these are things that you can easily find if you are willing to do the work. That's how I weave about it. One thing I particularly love about you is you've got the real energy of a go-getter everything that you say has got great action behind it. Um, you spoke about building clubs at school, building your brand, reaching out to, was it Richard Yu, you said? Um, yeah, it was Richard Yu, yeah. I wonder if you could just share a few more examples of some of these, let's say some of these, some of these actions you've taken or some of these decisions you've made on the front foot just to try and connect with the right people or just to try and generate opportunities. I think it'd be really inspiring. So um, one thing is, for example, I uh, joined a change group <laughs> to visit Germany for a month. I went in there with a friend, uh, a friend I didn't know in the first, for example. Like doing these things are really important. And 
I don't know what we call that Erasmus or something. Do you got do you guys know it? Like okay, yeah. you get to yeah, I for example visited Germany with a friend of mine there. That, yes. Like the thing is, if you know how to network, if you know what to give, like, uh, <laughs> how do I explain this? So if you are able to give people what they want, then you are going to be able to get what you want as well. If you can solve people's problems, that's in business how you make money as well. Like if you solve people's problems, that's how you can essentially generate some income income from it. And things I did from my life, like when I have a teacher at my class, when I don't understand something, people don't like to ask. People don't like to take that risk. What I do is at the end of the class, I go and ask because, yeah, it's going to feel like I'm stupid, but I have to learn this. And so people are not really taking action. People love to talk. We're talking. We love to talk. People love to talk, but we people do not generally take action. That's the main thing when it comes to, I feel like, uh, teenagers, teenagers as well. because. They like to talk. They like, to, for example, everybody knows about the best habits in the world. Everybody knows they should be exercising, reading, meditation. But if we took a test, I don't think a lot of people would do it because I don't think a lot of people would be able to do those things consistently. I think those habits should be built. And when you build those habits, like it's just you're just going to be in another level. Hmm. Uh, let me ask you kind of, I guess, um, as much as we're trying to build these great habits and, and really develop ourselves. There's also like another side, right? Which is that we don't have everything figured out. And of course we're going on our own journeys to obviously answer some big questions for ourselves. Um, I mean, what are some of the, some, what are some of the things that you haven't got figured out that are actually really, you're, you may be struggling with or maybe trying to get a bit more help with to develop yourself? So one thing is basically I'm trying to figure out who I actually am. Like, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? I talked about this in my motivational video. The last video I, uploaded and there i said you have to figure yourself out you have to travel visit listen learn read do all those things to become self-aware and i was trying to give a message to myself as well at that video because i was like yeah i have to be able to figure my weakness out i have to be able to figure my strengths out because those are the unfair advantages i will be able to have if i want to be someone successful that's why for example this summer i actually visited like 12 cities in in turkey because I wanted to like see different places and like traveling is one of the great ways actually to figure yourself out. So I'm, I actually have a lot of problems with like trying to figure myself out as it's normal because I'm a 17 year old person, but that's probably the main thing. And it's also hard uh, because you try to look like, for example, the best version of yourself when you're on camera, when you're making videos, but it's generally not like that. You're not like, uh, perfect. Uh, when I tell people you have to build habits and stuff, people think that I'm a robot that does everything well and stuff. Mm. It's absolutely not like that. I'm maybe just a little further ahead than some people about productivity. That's why I make videos about it. Mm. But it's just not perfect. So um, that's one thing that people should realize because when they watch videos from other people, they think that, for example, yeah, this guy just works all the time from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. work, and then just if a couple of hours of sleep. It's just not like that. We're not perfect. For example, when it comes to, I don't know, you, uh, we're not billionaires. <laughs> mm. uh, so when we give financial advice, it's not that we're billionaires. It's just that we are a little ahead on the journey so mm -hmm. that we want to teach other people what we know. But there are, of course, some flaws about our lives as well. That's just how it is. Yeah. And, you know, let's maybe... Um have a think about that in terms of say balance right because as well as we've got things to work on in life clearly we also need to try and get a great balance in life so it'd be good to know kind of what do you do to get your balance 
Um, I take Sundays off <laughs> is okay. what I do. I generally nice. try to take like Sundays completely off. Uh, even though I haven't been able to take it off for the last month because I'm trying to balance things out with school and YouTube. But when I get back things on track, this is also another example showing that I'm absolutely not perfect or not perfect. And after I get all those things on the way, uh, I'm probably going to start to take Sundays off as well again. And every single day I try to take one hour completely off uh, from my phone, from everything that's going on so that I can essentially just get to know myself, my family better, because it's just not something that we're doing a lot nowadays. So those are two things that I try to do to essentially like have a good balance. And on Sundays, I always try to do one thing I don't normally do. For example, I meet with my friends and go to somewhere in Istanbul I haven't visited yet. Because even though you might be living in Istanbul for the last 17 years, there are still places you haven't visited. There are still places you haven't traveled. So that's what I try to do. I try to different like try different things out on Sundays. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you're not working all the time. It feels like you are having fun as well. Because... We're all going to die one day, and uh, if you're just going to work and make money and help people, yeah, that's good. That's important, but then you didn't really do anything for yourself, like for actually having fun, and that's yeah. really important for me too. I hear that, man. And, you know, one of the things that you just mentioned is um, taking time away from your phone. And, again, yeah. it makes me think of another one of your recent videos about um, essentially getting off social media or, you know, taking a bit of a break from yeah. social media. Um I would love, love, love to hear your your views and hear how you think about the fact that you are, in some respects, growing yourself as a social media personality. But at the same time, you know, you can see there's a downside to, to kind of over engagement. I mean, how do you think about that? So what I try to do is I do not consume social media. I create, I do not consume content. I try to co uh, like create content. That's kind of what I do about it. Like people think that if you're a YouTuber, you're probably on YouTube seven hours a day, which is not the reality. I try to make my videos on the weekends and stuff. So on the weekdays, I'm literally not really on YouTube. I'm not really looking at a lot of things because social media, it's really easy to start comparing yourself with other people. And if you see, for example, other people in your niche, doing really well, instead of being happy for them, you generally feel like you are not good enough. Uh, well, which is a little true. You're not good enough because, I mean, you're, of course, not good enough. That's why you don't have 3 million subscribers. If you have incredible, uh, like, filmmaking, incredible storytelling, then you're going to go really fast. That's why you're not enough. But I don't want to say that in a way to, like, I don't know. I don't want to say that in a way to... Uh, discourage people. It's just that, of course, we're not enough. We have to get better to build those skills so that we can essentially be successful. And uh, on, when you're on social media 24-7, uh, it's just really bad because you really compare yourself to other people. And what I did on Instagram is basically I hide all my likes uh, from the likes that I get from my posts so people mm. cannot see how many likes I got. And I actually turn off other people's likes as well. So I don't see how many likes they got uh, and those kind of stuff because it really makes you feel like you want to compare yourself to them. If there's someone in your class who is a little popular, who gets more likes than average people, you feel like he's a really important person. You feel like he's just on another level, which he or she is not. Or you look at, for example, celebrities and you feel like they get a lot of likes. And even though you have been creating content for a long time, you don't see a lot of traction. So you feel like you're really discouraged and stuff. So I deleted Instagram, actually. I just uh, download Instagram uh, on Sundays to post probably something, a couple of stories, a post or something. But mm. except that, I do not use uh, social media in the week, you know, on the weekdays, like at all, because it's just really distracting. And 
even though we might be creating content on social media, it's not like 24-7. It's like a couple of hours of content creation uh, or one, two days of content creation in the weekend. And the rest is like, you don't have to worry about it. Hmm. So let me ask you, um, if, if, you're not as, um, if you're not on social media quite as much, how do you see like the whole building of community? Because, you know, a lot of what we see in the personal development space, and I think amongst a lot of your audience from the interactions I've had with them, is you tend to have quite a, f- quite a few loyal fans really been with you on this journey for quite a while. So how do you see that whole relationship so uh, what I try to do is basically one thing I really like to do is I answer every single comment that I get on YouTube. Like I get 100 to 150 comments on YouTube per, per video. And when I answer them, it's like 300 comments, 200 comments or something. So I always try to do that. That's why uh, like I, I'm not going to be watching videos on YouTube, but I always, uh, I'm uh, not always, but I'm generally on my YouTube studio app where you can answer the comments, like when you can like uh, engage with your audience. So I don't go on YouTube because it's a little distracting. You're going to just click on a video and watch it and then another one and another one. So I don't want to go into that spiral. So what I do is I go into YouTube Studio, which is like you don't see any content there. You just answer comments and stuff. Hmm. And that's what I personally do because when you care about your audience, when you actually like answer their questions and stuff, um, they're going to comment. They're going to comment a lot. And when I look at people, for example, getting a thousand uh, comments on a video that had a million views. And then I look at my videos that has 3000 views, but at the same time, like 300 comments, it feels like, yeah, I have a loyal audience that really like to comment and stuff. So um, do not consume a lot of content to people. I'm telling this to people do not consume a lot of content, but use YouTube and Instagram in a way that can essentially change your life in a positive way. Because if you can just follow five people on Instagram that really excite you, that really actually make you motivated, then there's no nothing wrong with using Instagram or YouTube. So these are generally kind of thoughts that I have about this topic. Okay. All right. One thing I've been wondering from listening to you is um, is almost how you, how you know if you're doing well on your personal development journey. You know, so a lot of people who are going to be listening to this um, this podcast will be thinking to themselves, I've watched a lot of Ahmed's videos. I've got a good, I feel like I, I understand what he's trying to share. But how can you kind of almost check yourself and say, how am I doing? You know, how am I progressing? What advice would you give? So uh, what I think is like, per, there's no scale in personal development. You can't say I'm a nine, I'm a five, I'm a three. Uh, what I kind of think is, um, if you try to take my like things that I say in my videos, if someone tries to take it seriously and like do the work, I feel like their grades should be improving. I feel like their bodies should be getting better. They should be exercising and they should be at least not dieting and stuff, but at least trying to not eat a lot of junk food. And you will be able to easily see that you're going to gain confidence because your body's going to look better. You are going to feel like you are more motivated to do stuff. And these are not things you can easily like uh, see or uh, see or feel, but you're going to know that you're going to get better because you're going to get more things done throughout the day. You're going to have more time to spend friends with friends and family. And that's going to put you in a place where you know you are improving. It's not like uh, you're improving, but you don't feel like it. It's like you're definitely going to know it because your grades are going to get better. Your um, feeling throughout the day is going to get better. You're going to be happier because you're going to be more successful. And, uh, for example, if you take some people's advice on YouTube uh, about YouTube, your your channel is going to grow. So that's going to make you feel good as well. It's not like you don't feel like it. It's more like, yeah, you're going to see it in different ways. 
there is no scale in personal development. It's not like, oh, I'm a six. Next week, I'm going to be a seven. But I also have a couple of systems I use for people, for example, especially in one-on-one coaching, because I don't do one-on-one coaching, but with my friends and family and stuff, uh, I have a couple of friends who are like using the systems that I built. It's like giving yourself points in every uh, great, every like um, part of your life, health, uh, your school, your academics, like your uh, different parts of your life, personal development and stuff. I tell them different ways how they can essentially measure their success and week by week improve it. So that's also another way as well. Okay, I like it. I like it. And I guess how much time, you know, it's one thing that's really just striking me as, as, we're, as we're going through and I'm, and I'm picking up on the different systems that you have, the different mental models that you're utilizing, um, the way in which you're so conscious about how you're managing your social media interaction. You know, there's a really high degree of, it sounds like there's a high degree of thought behind what you're doing. So how much time do you actually have to let your brain switch off? You know, I mean, you're only 17, right? Like you deserve a, yeah, a bit of a probably break. Probably one, two hours a day. One, two hours a day is going to be enough. I try, for example, wake up like at 5, 6 a.m. Uh, I have one, two hours, two hours uh, before I actually get have to prepare for school and stuff. So I use those for two hours to work. And then when I come back, I generally do homework and stuff because the school is going to be pretty hard this year. The Germans are really hardworking and it's not really easy to pick with them with them it's really hard so uh i try to have generally two hours between uh, 7 p.m to 9 p.m to do like literally nothing to just watch netflix to just do whatever i want i don't try to consume a lot of content on youtube and instagram because it feels like again work uh but on those two hours i kind of have to switch my mind off to like do Nothing, actually. Uh, so those are generally things that I use. And that's a good productivity, actually. If you are going to be studying and working all the time, it's just not going to be like that. You're going to get yourself burned out. So take like one, two hours off. That's what I tell people. Taking one, two hours off a day is going to be really beneficial on the long run. And so you're, and so you, you're 17 now. When do, you finish, um, when do you finish your schooling? Uh, I still have two years. This is going to be the 11th year and then 12th. But I had a preparatory class because I had to learn German from scratch. Uh, so okay. it's one year longer than normal high schools. Okay, so what, by around 19? Yeah, I would say. So then uh, I yeah. would love to know, kind of, what, is the, what does the future hold then? I mean, you know, how much uh, of <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, so what I want to do is uh, probably study uh, business in Germany. Yeah. Uh, my school kind of offers, like, options to study in Turkey, to study in Switzerland, to study in Germany. What I'm going to do is probably going to study uh, university in Germany and study something like business because I don't think I will be able to study engineering. I just don't like it. I feel, I'm probably going to feel like in the university that I don't belong there. Hmm. So I'm going to probably study something like business. And uh, while I am at that, uh, because university, like you have a lot of free time, then I'm going to build my own business at that point as well. Yeah, so the plan is grow the channel, grow my personal brand, my following for the next two years until I get out of high school and give people free value for everything and then uh, build a good business uh, out of it uh, in the uh, university so that I can essentially make money and start my own like living as well. What do you want to do? What Build a business doing what? Uh, I kind of want to do more like coaching and consulting and stuff in the beginning, but let's see how it's going to roll. But uh, like if you have an audience, uh, you can easily do those things. I'm probably going to start affiliate marketing and stuff uh, sooner than that because they're yeah. easy and stuff like like AdSense is probably normal 
for every YouTuber. Uh, but in order for like, I'm not a born entrepreneur. My parents are teachers, so I don't have the entrepreneurship blood. Uh, so which means I have to learn more about it uh, in the next coming years so that I can be successful. But let's see how it's going to happen. I'm pretty excited. So I mean, look, I'm, I'm absolutely loving uh, hearing about your perspective. Um, I think for me, you you help me understand a, a generation that, you know, there's a that I just that it can be difficult to kind of really get into the mindset of. So it's been a phenomenal learning experience for me here on this on this session. Um, one of the, I mean, one of the th things I'd love to just maybe just kind of some wrap up questions, just you know, as we're as we're coming close to time. Of everything that you've consumed, of all the kind of wisdom that you've brought into your life, I mean, I wonder if you could just share with me a few nuggets that you just think is, is timeless wisdom and is going to guide you on your entire journey. Um, the first thing is basically um, there are so many things that we dis that distract us from uh, what we actually want to do. This may be like really finding your perfect job, finding like building your YouTube channel, building your business, um, or anything you want to do. There are so many distractions that people fall to, especially in our age, which is might be playing video games uh, all day long, just being on Netflix and not having a purpose and passion in life. I feel like the reason why people are not happy in this day and age is because they do not have a passion. They do not have something that makes them feel like, oh, I want to wake up early. I want to do the work for this because like, I don't feel like it's work when I wake up at five in the morning to do something about this YouTube channel because I feel like it's enjoyable. It feels like a game to me. Like most games, when you think about it, have like levels and stuff so that you can level up in that game, which makes you addicted to that game. But in life, that's exactly the same. As you level up your character, as you level up your personal development, the more doors are going to be open for you because mm. you have more options to do things in your life. That's why look your life as a game and you are the main character of that game. And if you just don't do anything in that game, you're not going to get anything out of that game. But if you always try to level up your character in the game, which is the real life yourself, then you are going to get to a level where it's going to be like a lot of doors will be open for you. So that's what I'm trying to do. When you have a YouTube channel uh, that does a little well, you you have the ability or the option at least to connect with people like you. Because if I didn't have anything, you wouldn't know me at all. Like if I didn't have yeah. any YouTube channel and stuff, you wouldn't know me. How would you know me? I'm, I live in Turkey. You live in uh, UK, I guess. Yeah. So uh, when you level up your character and when you level up the things that you have in your life, you will have more doors open for you. So just have one, two hours of personal development stuff uh, in your days, this might be exercising, reading, meditation, journaling, learning a new language, studying more to your exams, building your business, increase your value because the more you increase your value, the more doors are going to be open for you. So the more freedom you will have in the future. I, I guess that's my opinion. I'm not the, like the perfect version of it, but I guess that's how I view uh, these things. I, I, I love that thought, man. Just just have that passion that allows you to grow and, and almost gamify it, right? Make sure it's something that you feel like yeah. you can you see yourself leveling up and you and almost play it like a game and make sure you've got that core enjoyment as well as that progression, you know, is what I'm taking. From exactly. This. Exactly. Awesome, dude. I, I think for the for the main part of the pod, I think that's a, a perfect sentiment to really leave it on. Um, you know, what what I think you've really managed to do uh, in these in these last 40 minutes or so is really bring such a great energy and maturity and consideration of how all of us whatever age, how we can actually approach that kind of just gradual self-improvement. 
um, you know, just that gradual testing things out in life, taking some risks, taking some chances and, you know, having an opportunity to grow a little bit. So um, I think it's been phenomenal, dude. Hey, everybody. So what did you think? Isn't Ahmet awesome? And hopefully you took your own tools, tactics and tips on how you can really go and work and improve your own personal development and well-being. As ever, guys, please let us know what you think. Drop anything in the comments and go and check out Ahmet's channel. You know, really worth subscribing and tapping into this brilliant young mind who I think is encouraging and helping so many people on their personal development journeys. Until the next podcast, guys, you know you can find us everywhere at Avoiding Broke. And I look forward to speaking to you all very soon. All right, guys, till then, take care. Bye.